Welcome to Season 6 of the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping coaches, teachers, and leaders of all types become their best through the use of quotes. I'm your host, Scott Rosberg. Each week, we'll discuss inspirational, impactful, and motivational quotes to help you become your best as you work to lead your teams to become their best. So make sure you've laced them up tight, you're focused on your target, and you're ready to dive in to today's great quotes for coaches. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. We are in the uh, seventh episode now of a series I've been doing based on the book Change Your World by John Maxwell and Rob Hoskins. Uh, I've been doing these a little different than um, yeah, the majority, I think I could say, of the episodes of the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. I yeah, I started this podcast to offer coaches, but any leaders, uh, just my world is the coaching world, so that was my first thought, uh, offer you ideas uh, or will offer you quotes that I had found helpful and inspirational, uh, you know, on my coaching journey. And I thought I'd, you know, talk about those for you. And my original thought was I would help try to help coaches use the, then turn around and use those coach those quotes uh, in their coaching. Uh, and then 25 episodes into the podcast, uh, I did I just well before that I decided it, but I then started interviewing other people. And that first one was my good friend Mark Albert, who I coached with many years ago. Uh, and then every other episode for quite a while after that uh, was a um, an interview episode with somebody else. And then uh, I went back to I did a series of of um, uh, on John John Wooden. Uh, that was a quite a long series on his pyramid of success. So that was just me. And uh, and since then I've stayed with it just being me. Although I've still I reach out anybody who would like to be on here. I'd love to hear any quotes that you like and that, you know, that you would like to talk about and help other coaches with. Um, so I'm always ready for that. Uh, but then, uh, you know, I continued to do quote episodes and then I did a John Maxwell series. Uh, that was a long series last summer and, and fall and winter, excuse me, last late summer. And then, uh, uh, through the fall and winter up, up till uh, the end of the year. Uh, then I was back to other quotes, and then this book hit me so hard uh, a couple months ago, Change Your World, uh, that I just, I was going to do an episode on it. And uh, as I started preparing to do the episode, I realized, oh my gosh, I have so many things I've highlighted in this book that uh, I need to do uh, an episode for each of the, the nine chapters in it. And so we are into chapter seven today. That means we have eight next week, nine the following week, and that'll finish the book. The week after that is when I am hoping, knock on wood, planning to reveal the um, the project, the thing that I said this book was sending me so many signs that I need to do. And uh, so it will be time. I 
uh, you know, I'm, I'm pushing myself to try to make sure I get that done. Now, it might be that I don't do an episode on it, but I am doing the project. I am working on it. It's just a matter of am I going to be able to have some things ready to go for that day. So we'll see. That's the plan, at least. But uh, that would be, what, four weeks from now? So anyway, we are in Chapter 7 of the book Change Your World by John Maxwell and Rob Hoskins. And this chapter is called What Gets Done Gets Measured. Now, you'll notice that's a famous line, a fairly famous line, but they've tweaked it. They've rearranged it, and you'll see why in a minute, uh, because they explain it. So so the first thing in this chapter, they um, talk about uh, a guy named John, I'm going to say Doer, Dorr? Uh, it's D-O-E-R-R, uh, one of the the guys who started Google. And um, he was with Intel before that, I believe, too, uh, an investor. Anyway, he wrote a book called Measure What Matters. And, um, <clears throat> and so they were talking about him, okay? Uh, well, first, they just had that quote. And then, in a little bit, they talk about him, and I'll come back to him in a little bit. It's interesting, though. Maxwell tells a story to start this chapter. He said he's talking about going bowling with friends. He had been, hadn't been bowling in 40 years, and he talks about how much fun it was. They just had a blast. He was not very good. He's getting gutter balls. And then eventually he gets a strike, and it was exciting and fun. Here's what he said. He said, the only reason, reason for bowling a ball down a lane is to see if we can knock down the pins. For me, the pins make all the difference. If there are no pins, there's no point. The energy and fun of bowling comes from seeing how well you're doing. Without a measurement tool, it isn't worth the effort. There's no joy in it. And and I've just paraphrased, you know, a, a much longer section. But he was saying that keeping score was a real key. And I will admit, I've been a coach through the last 20 to 25 years, maybe longer, who has always said it's kind of secondary. Yes, I want to win as much as you do. But we're here to do so much more than that, um, you know, for kids. And also, there are so many more um, ways to measure our success. However, I, I still am a firm believer that, yes, we need a scoreboard, and it's important, and outcomes and results do matter. I just like to focus more on processes and the habits and the things that will get us to the outcomes, okay? So um, so when I first read his little story and was going here, I was like, oh, where's he going? Oh, okay, yeah, and I, I totally agree. You know, it is fun. We, we play, you know, with a scoreboard for a reason. It's just that too many people put all their emphasis on that. Uh, and I think Maxwell would agree that you don't want to have all your emphasis on it, but it is important. And then they quoted Martin Luther King, who said, Life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? Um, and they quoted him because of then they talked about a guy named Tom Rath, who wrote a book called Life's Greatest Question, based on that, uh, that quote. And he, in response to the MLK quote, this Tom Rath said, you can begin by connecting your daily efforts to the way they contribute to specific people's lives. Connecting what you do with who your work serves. And so this became a big part of this, um, this chapter is 
you know, finding the value in, you know, not only the winning and the losing and that, that kind of stuff that I was talking about, but in how are we connecting it to serving others? And then this Tom Rath continued, people experience a far greater sense of belonging and more sustainable well-being when they connect their efforts in the moment with a larger influence on others. Oh, I like that. And then Maxwell and, and Hoskins say, keeping score matters as much in making a difference as it does in bowling. Keeping score brought energy and fulfillment to people's lives. Measurement matters. So then they they did the quote that I talked about at the start of the chapter. It's attributed to, to the management guru, Peter Drucker, who had said, what gets measured gets managed which then evolved into what gets measured gets done. That's the famous quote. Maxwell and Hoskins turned that around to say what gets done gets measured. Here's why. Because Rob Hoskins at his organization, One Hope, does this. And he says what gets done truly gets measured. They never, or Maxwell says this about Hoskins' organization, They never actually assume the work they're doing actually works. No matter how good their intentions are or how noble their purpose is, they don't assume they're making a difference. They use data to verify what works and what doesn't. And so the idea here is, okay, what gets measured gets done. In in other words, you have to measure what you're doing. And that's how you figure out, are we getting it done or not? Because then... Okay, you tweak, you fix, or you go, yep, we're right on track. We're doing what we need to do. And then they they quoted Larry Page, another Google co-founder, who said, as much as I hate process, good ideas with great execution are how you make magic. Interesting. He's not all that into the process concept, and yet it's extremely important. I love this quote, we measure what we treasure. And then Rob Hoskins says, I began a journey a journey I am still on today, to do more than measure activity, but commit myself to measure what matters, to measure results. Coaches, isn't this what we do? Don't we, and shouldn't we be doing this more? I think I might have mentioned this last, last week. If not, maybe it was in the video last week, but the idea of you know, charting, um, you know, things in practice and, and measuring. I mean, you do shot charts and you keep track of rebounds and all those types of things in games. I'm sure you, you know, you have stats. Well, this is how you can see what's working, what isn't in various elements. So this is a really important thing for us to do. I, I liked, you know, when my years as a varsity coach, my later years, when, you know, I started, if I had, you know, good managers, we would start tracking and statting certain elements in practice. Deflections became a real important one for me, uh, basketball coach. So anyway, something to consider. Now, Rob then, Rob Hoskins came up with what they called their five Ds, okay? Uh, the five Ds are, well, um, you know, I'm going to, how do I want to do this? Because I had originally had them all written out and then in a row and then uh go into the details. I'll, I'll give you the five Ds. Here's how they are. Discover, design, deploy, document, dream. Okay. Those are the five Ds. Now I'm going to come back to, I'm going to come, come back and go through the ideas on each of them. First one, discover. You find out what's really going on and who's doing something about it. They said, research is key to transformational outcomes. 
During discovery, you're learning how to reach the goal you're trying to achieve. So then they had different sections in here that started with the word research. The first one was research reveals what's going on. And so he goes into the concept of, you know, how they, how they would do that. The next one was research helps you to look at hard truths. I love this quote. I, I don't know if it was Maxwell or Hoskins, but I love this quote. We, uh, when we argue with reality, we lose 100% of the time. <laughs> and then they, there's, you know, some explanation, but the idea was too many people are trying to argue that, uh, oh no, no, that's not really how it happened. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the stats show. That's what the data shows, you know, and so you know, we need to use it. They go on, research is a mirror showing us the good, the bad, and the ugly. Rather than getting mad at the mirror, we need to use it as a chance to face the truth. Once we discover the truth, we can take steps to begin effecting change in ourselves, our families, our community, and our world. That's so good. Research helps you to know who to work with. As you go through this discovery process, pay attention to who's already working to make a difference in the cause that's calling you. Next is design. So develop a strategy that begins with the end in mind and builds on your strengths, not your weaknesses. If you've ever read Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, you know that that's the first one. I think it's the first one. Begin with the end in mind. Okay. And so they quoted him on that concept right there. Uh, no matter how much we, and then they talk about no matter how much we plan or how hard we work, we'll be truly effective only when we've envisioned what a win looks like in the end. You have to know what your target or destination is before you can get started on the journey. Well, those of us in sports, you know, our end in mind is a championship of some sort, right? Well, sure, but that can't be the only thing you're focused on. I hope not. There's so much more that's gonna uh, that a season is going to entail. And let's face it, if that's the only measure that you're going to have in terms of success, that's A, pretty shallow, and B, there's only one team then that you will ever be considered successful, and that's the champion. So you can have a lot of other successes. So you got to begin with the end in mind, figuring out, well, what do we truly want to accomplish? Uh, another quote by that, John, against Dor, Dare, um, it's not John Deere. Uh, it might, maybe that's how you pronounce it, but it's not the one, the tractor guy. Ideas are easy. Execution is everything. Very good. They said, we have to be intentional about it. Success doesn't happen by accident. I love that. We use that kind of concept all the time in our presentations with proactive coaching. Then there's a cycle that Hoskins talked about that you start and constantly repeat to ensure your efforts are bringing about the changes you hope for. First, first part of it, describe the reality of where you are based on the discovery process. The second one, identify your target, where you want to be when you've completed your plan. So there's the idea of the end in mind, beginning with the end in mind. We'll be back after a quick break. The Coaching Conversation 2024. This podcast is 100% dedicated to leadership and leadership within the workplace coaching area. We work with companies throughout the world teaching leaders how to coach their employees. This podcast is dedicated to teaching specific strategies, frameworks, coaching models, and now artificial intelligent strategies to help leaders Drive greater teamwork, collaboration, cooperation, greater attitudes, better motivation, coaching career development, just to name a few. I hope you'll check out our podcast. 
The third one, to the best of your ability, identify all the steps that will be needed to get from your current reality to your target. The fourth one, identify the people, the partners, and the resources needed to accomplish those steps. And the fifth one, give yourself an aggressive yet realistic timeline for the completion of your plan with checkpoints along the way. I like that. An aggressive, you know, you want to push yourself, yet realistic, you want to know that you can achieve it, uh, the timeline. All right, next, the next D, deploy. Well, here it's where you implement your plan. And they said, start small fail soon, and adjust often. So good. Okay, start with small steps. Make sure you, you it's okay to fail. Fail early so you can learn from it and then adjust. Uh, again, they quote Peter Drucker in his book, The Effective e- Executive. One either meets or one works. One cannot do both at the same time. I love this. Uh, are you in an organization where you have a lot of meetings? It's not the worst thing. Everybody hates meetings, okay? But meetings are needed. The key is what are you doing with your meetings? But here's the other thing. Keep in mind that if all you ever do is meet, well, then you can't be working. So, you know, you either meet or you work. You can't be doing both at the same time. So they said, once you have created your plan of action, it's time to deploy and see if you can produce the outcomes you desire for changing your world. Deploying is where the action is. The key is to start. Here's a Walt Disney quote. The way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. Very good. I've got a lot of different quotes in here for you from various people. So that's a, this fits right into our, obviously, our um, uh, format here on the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. And you as coaches, but any of you leaders, you can use any of these. I think they're all really good. Next, document. So we're in the fourth D, document. Measure to make sure that your intended outcomes are being accomplished. Without properly documenting and tracking your progress, it's impossible to answer these critical questions. There's four of them here. How many people did our plan impact? How did those people change? What specific difference did the change make? Why did the change occur? Rob's dad, Bob Hoskins, said when asked about his own successes, when Rob asked him, he said, I have failed more than I have succeeded And it is on the ashes of those failures that all my success has been built. What a great way to put that. You know, we look at, oh my gosh, what a failure. You know, it's up in flames kind of thing. And he's saying, no, that's where the success starts is from the failure. Great concept. Then they quoted John Dewey, the philosopher. He said, we do not learn from experience. We learn from reflecting on experience. Yes, experience is important, you know. And it's an important teacher, but it's only an important teacher if we study it, if we look at the experience. Just having an experience isn't going to do much, but it's the learning from it, excuse me, it's the reflecting on it that allows us to learn from it. And the final D, dream. Start the cycle over, expanding what works and abandoning what didn't, what doesn't. So the idea being, okay, you've gone through, you've done the various Ds, and now you've come to the, this one dream. Let's do it again and let's go bigger. Let's see what more we can do. Rob and his team have these meetings called dream sessions. And in these dream sessions, they do the following. They add to what they've already learned by digging deeper and leaning and learning new information. They check to see that they're making progress in the direction they want to go. They make sure they're still operating in reality and that things haven't changed so much that they need to change as well. 
and they, they create a round table. Remember last week, transformation tables? They create a round table with their core group to help create phase two of the plan, taking what worked and multiplying their efforts in that direction while abandoning what didn't work. And then they dream bigger and do it all again and again and again. Great concept. All right, the next section of this chapter was transformation as a process, not a destination. And this is actually the last section of the chapter. They said anyone can discover, design, deploy, document, and dream. You don't have to be part of an organization to be or be a technical person or know statistics. If you can observe and ask questions, make a simple plan, follow through on it, check to see if your actions are accomplishing what you had hoped, and then adjust your plan to improve it and make it better, then you can do this. Well, coaches, think about that. Isn't that exactly what we do every year with our, in our seasons? Try to discover, okay, what are we going to try? What are, who are we going to be this year? What are we going to be able to accomplish? All that. All right, let's design that. And then, so what are my practice plans going to be like? Where do we want to, you know, uh, integrate certain things and add this and do that, right? And then deploy. All right, let's get started. Here we go. You know, and we have practices and we run, our, go through our practices. We work on them. We have games. We see, oh, okay, this is working. This isn't working, etc. And so that's throughout the season going on. We document. So we have our, our managers, whoever, taking stats, and we're documenting things to see how it's going. We watch film and watch where we are. We do film sessions with the kids. I mean, these are all things that we do. And then we dream. We, we try to get go bigger. Hey, this is going well. Let's keep going. Or, oh, boy, we got to, you know, like their term, look at this with in reality and say, oh, okay, this isn't working, so we got to readjust. And, yeah, that's, this is exactly what we do. What a great, what a, this is, the, in that one paragraph, it kind of outlined for us as coaches how we would want to handle any situation, any season. So I love that. Uh, they then say, if you don't measure what you're doing, you won't be able to get your great idea to give you the results you desire. They wrap up with this. Transformation is, in, is within reach of anyone who is willing to change themselves live good values, value people, and collaborate with others to bring about lasting positive change. It's a great chapter. It, uh, this was a quicker, a shorter episode for us, but I love the five Ds, okay? I love this concept. Discover, design, deploy, document, and dream. So good. And then the specifics of it and the idea of constantly looking in the mirror, constantly figuring out where are we doing it right? Where are we doing it wrong? What do we want to keep? What do we want to get get better, get rid of and work to get better at, et cetera, et cetera. So good. All right. All right. Next week, chapter eight is called Let's Keep Talking. All right, and this chapter is going to talk about transformational conversations. Last week, we talked about transformation tables. That week, next week, we'll talk about transformational conversations, many of which probably happen around a transformation table. So anyway, really good stuff. Hope you're enjoying this couple of, week, couple of chapters left. Um, so you know, make sure uh, if you have not listened to all of these, go back and listen to the earlier chapters because they're so good. There's been so much good stuff in here. Uh, yeah. And you want to make sure that you get yourself caught up uh, on it because 
this has been a really powerful and impactful series that I've been doing. So, All right, so come back next week for Chapter 8. Let's keep talking on the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast, and we'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please do me a favor and leave a rating and a review and then subscribe to the podcast. Ratings and reviews and subscriptions are really helpful in getting more ears and more listeners getting a chance to hear podcasts. What we want to do is spread the messages of hope and inspiration from these great quotes to as many coaches, teachers, parents, and leaders of all types as possible. Also, check out our Slam Dunk Success site at slamdunksuccess.com and the Slam Dunk Success YouTube channel, where we have much more for you to help you on your road and your journey to success. I look forward to serving you again next time with another great quote for coaches. Thank you.